Oh, so Garrett, after watching the episodes today, I had a really good idea. Okay, hit me. I think that we should host a general election for a co-host for the show. And then you can pick whoever is the smartest and prettiest and, like, funniest and all that. And just okay. get the best bang for your buck. So a couple of things. Mm-hmm. Um, beauty probably doesn't matter for an audio-only podcast. Oh. Well, a nice voice, then. The nicest voice. Sure. But uh, you're already the co-host and you're here. And you don't want to replace me? No. Oh, well, thank you, Garrett. Well, in that case, I guess we could just record. That's probably a good idea. Hello and welcome to Going Digital, colon, a digital and rewatch podcast, where I am Shen Garrett. And I am KitKat. And this is episode 104, where we talk about O2 and Atmon episode 35. Yes, we're halfway through our 30s. It's going so fast. Now I feel old. <laughs> welcome to the club, my friend. Um, yeah, segue, segue, segue. <laughs> I don't know what I was segueing to. Uh, do you want to segue to, did you see, did you hear, did you recap this episode? Which episode? Uh, the O2 episode, which is, uh, it was called Cody Takes a Stand, or Assault on Blackboard Greymon, which it's kind of backward because I feel like this Blackboard... wiki says um explosive rampage Blackboard Raymon. Oh, the, see that makes more sense. I feel like Blackboard Raymon was not the one being assaulted. Right. Or in Japanese, it's a uh, Bakushin Blackboard Raymon. Yeah, Bakushin. I bet they're just mis um translating it on this wiki. Probably. So, do you want me to do O2? Um, if I do O2, you have to do Atman. Um, Thus, the contract is written. I'd I'd rather do O2. Okay, then then do O2. Okay. Um, basically, Blackboard Greymon is wrecking shit, and everybody's basically powerless to do anything about it. And so they try to get together and fix that by having a sleepover. Meanwhile, um, Cody goes and narks on TK to his brother about how he's grumpy and sad. And, um, and then, then Matt sort of narks on Cody coming to tell TK about that. And TK's like, eh. And then everybody is fine. And except that Blackwater Greymon keeps destroying things. Oh, and Cody tries to, to, to like stand in front of him and be like, don't do it because of the power of having a heart. And Blackwater Greymon's like, no. And then that's basically it. 
Well, I think it's having a soul rather than having a heart, but who's oh, keeping depends, track, really? It depends on whether you're watching the dub or the sub, I guess. That's yeah. probably also true. Your heart soul. Uh, it's like married in there. Your heart soul. That's, that's, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sure. That's fine. Um, yeah, I still feel like this is a continuation of like the monkey Paul's curse where it's like, man, I sure wish there was more plot for these Jogress evolutions. And then they just dumped it all into Cody and TK. I have a question. I will make up an answer. Uh oh. Don't make one up. Just tell well, me if I know you... it, I'll give you it. But if I okay. don't, I'll just make something up. Okay. Um, please explain string theory to me. <laughs> um, so each universe is a string and there's multiple strings. And somebody's like, Knitting it together? No, they're they're oh. parallel to each other and generally don't intersect. Well, that's silly. Unless I'm wrong. <laughs> I think you're right. But uh, my actual question was, th- where does this monkey's paw thing come from? Because I, you guys say that all the time, and I've managed to understand from context clues that it's like a thing where you ask for something and it gives it to you, and then it curls and then bad things happen but i don't know i don't have any context for this well the monkey's paw is a supernatural short story by author ww jacobs first published in the first published in england in the collection of the lady of the barge in 1902 the in the story three wishes are granted to the owner of the monkey's paw but the wishes come with an enormous price for interfering with fate and you get the wikipedia.txt cool the but the curling part is when bad things happen or the curling part is when it does the thing you want but it's not the thing you want i believe it's when you make the wishes you know i get that it's not very fun story to just necessarily fun to have just wish fulfillment all the time but i feel like we ruin a lot of shit like humans will not let even fictional humans have something nice we just won't do it that's fair um yeah but um would you like to talk about this episode we can it's meh yeah, I'm a little sleep deprived. And, uh, when I was watching this, I actually had to start it over again because I was like, did I miss something? But then no, it's just kind of hectic. This episode doesn't, I don't know, it doesn't do much, but it does it in a really frantic kind of way. Frantic, frantic? Yeah. Kind of. I just still don't particularly like either TK or Cody. Yeah, or. Yeah, that's fair. There, this episode was kind of like Cody is concerned and TK is upset, and then they try to do something about it. But the thing that they try to do about those things is not really useful. Yeah, TK is just being kind of aloof, and Cody's being a narc. So, yeah, I mean, whatever. I'm all for being a narc on TK. That's fine. <laughs> Well, it didn't really do anything. His brother was just like, oh, yeah, that kind of makes sense because he cried that one time. Let me tell you about it. <laughs> I mean, probably knowledge that would have been important to share about previous adventures to the digital world, to the people you're going to the digital world with. 
Yeah, I mean, you just as this goes along more and more, like you would think that would be something that happened off screen, but we're starting to realize that they just never tell them anything at all unless they have to. I mean, these kids, I guess maybe it's a symptom of them not being able to tell their parents and other loved ones what's up and all the time having to hide everything is they just don't tell anyone anything. I guess, but like they're... They're in the digital world, quite possibly dying together. Well, yeah, but I mean... They could be dying every time. What if the digital world is just like a transportation system in Star Trek? That's true. So they're just progressively becoming like worse copies of themselves. Ah, there was a Michael Crichton. Isn't that the guy who did Jurassic Park? There was one other one he did that was called like timelines maybe i feel like but it was uh not as good as jurassic park but uh i read the book at one point and these people are they figured out a way to go back in time but their dna like fractures so you can tell how many times somebody's gone back because they end up getting like cuts basically in their dna or like little missing sections and if you go back and forth too often then you die basically and Yeah, and I was thinking about that with these guys. Like, they just keep getting copied, and pretty soon their DNA won't work at all, and they'll just be, like, little blob things. That's terrifying. Yeah. But think of it this way. It couldn't happen to a less likable bunch of kids. I mean, I mean, I I like most of them, as long as you're not Cody or TK. Yeah, I don't think any of them are all that likable. I feel like their moms are all like, you're one of my children, for sure. Wow. (laughs) <laughs> that's rough well i mean they're kind of assholes I, like in the dub which to be fair is the dub but um after black or graymon just like does what whatever he wants to do and leaves the first time um they're talking about how it didn't work and whatever and davis is like look at what they gave me to work with no, you giant asshole. Like, you're not doing any of the fighting, so shut your stupid face. Like, they're working hard out there, and you're just on the sidelines yelling things and looking concerned. Like, your part in this is really not that helpful. I mean, honestly, being an asshole is at least a better character trait than just being there. Sure, whatever, but I'm just saying, like, they're not very nice kids, which is a lot of kids, actually. Kids are kind yeah. of annoying. That's, that's relatable can relate to that i guess i don't know um yeah also i much prefer oh so they get back and then ken's like well it's been nice knowing you all but i live far away so deuces and then davis is like why don't you stay with me and then they have a little like bro to bro heart moment and um and ken calls his mommy and I really prefer her reaction in the sub because in the dub she's like, oh, "I'm so proud that you have friends," and and it's like, "Woman, like, chill out, like, be cool. That's not, don't act like it's the first time ever." Because like, you know, you're gonna. But rat what if him it out. actually is the first time ever? You still have to be cool, otherwise, you know, maybe Davis over here and be like, "Oh, nobody's ever invited you to sleep over. What a loser!" But in the in the sub. Um, she's like, oh, next time we'll have him at our place, which I think is a much better response. Like, good job. Except she, yeah, I just, the way you portrayed that does not 
coincided with the shot in the sub where then like a single tear rolls down. Yeah, because she's holding in her emotions. She's so proud of him, and she's like, oh, finally he has friends. I have a normal child. I'm so happy, but she does the right thing, and she keeps her emotions bottled inside where they belong. Just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay, that's that's good. I'm glad we established that. But, uh, you know, but but also, like, not being overly emotional about something when... Your son is, you know, don't make him feel any weirder than he already knows he is. Like, just act like it's totally normal and everything's fine. Yeah. Ken's parents seem to actively be trying to correct what they have done wrong in the past. And I appreciate this. Yeah, that's good. I thought it was good. I agree. Okay. I'm glad we agree. Um, But also, like, Hikari and Miyako go to hang out at Davis's house, too, for a little bit. But TK and Cody can't go because they're lame. Yeah, I couldn't quite figure this out. So so the, all the scenes are the night before the sleepover. They haven't actually yeah. had their sleepover yet. Correct. Okay, that makes more sense. Because I was like, did Kari and Yoli stay there overnight? No. Because you'd think that would June would make a bigger deal out of that than she did. Um, but yeah. Yeah, I feel like this might be a weird situation where, like, maybe Davis has never had anyone over either, and so he doesn't know how to do a sleepover, and shenanigans will ensue. That would be funny. I mean, when Ken wakes up the next morning, he's like, I don't remember how I got here. Yeah, that's awkward. Wait, does that mean that Davis, like, gave him, like, a day rape drug or something? He's like, I don't remember any of this. Uh, that is entirely possible in the context of that, I suppose. Davis is like, listen, I can't sleep if anyone's making any noise at all, so I need you to take this pill, and then we'll wake up in the morning and everything will be fine. Wow, that sounds a lot creepier than I am comfortable <laughs> with. Oh, oh, really? That that That's where we're drawing the line? Yeah, I'm not sure I'm into you know, middle schoolers or whatever, like, drugging each other. Now it's here, on audio. What? <laughs> that idea, I guess. I don't know. Oh, well. Cool. Uh, yeah. Uh, um, they do other stuff, too. They talk about, like, a plan to figure something out. Davis Davis picks up the idea that, that Mimi did in 01, where it's just like, let's go make an army. Right. Although, I mean, I don't know how effective all that's going to be. I mean, just as effective as it was the first time. Yeah. Um, so not very. And then they go back to the digital world and they're trying well, to... Well, there's also the part where, like, while that's happening, at the same time, the, the Cody narking out TK is happening and all that stuff. Right. Yeah, he goes and finds Matt and then says... What's wrong with your little brother? And that's like a lot of things, man. A lot of things. There's a lot of things wrong with everybody, man. Yeah, I mean, they've been through a lot. I wish Mac just kind of had like a surfer bro vibe to him instead of whatever character he, he has instead. Because I think that would make things more interesting. Def. Yeah. Yeah. The whole thing's interesting. Um. Yeah. And then, well, okay, so... I, so did they try to amass an army? Is that why there's a bunch of other critters there when they get there? 
Uh, yeah, I assume they succeeded in amassing an army. I also have a horrible analogy to make because um, Cody's telling the others what he's doing and he's like, a Kakamon and I will be doing whatever. And it's like, Submarimon is ri- like literally right there. You're inside of him. And instead of saying, we are going to do this with a Kokomon or something, he just doesn't even talk about Submarimon at all. He's just like... You are just a weapon, uh, like a, yeah, a weapon in my hands. You're a tool and you're only useful to me as far as this. Like, you're not a real individual. You belong to me. And I was like, damn, boy, that's not nice. But he acknowledges a Kokomon because Joe isn't there. So, like, whenever the kids are there, they're more important. This actually isn't an analogy or whatever I said, but... <laughs> no, it's not. Sorry. It's just I... like, this is bad, and let me tell you why. Yes. Listen, it's been a long week. <laughs> so, but That's my fair. point stands. So, yeah. I think it's... I don't... It's just, it's just rude. Like, they're not your pets. They're not your children. They're your partners. Right. And they actually do a lot more work than you do, moron. So... Shut your face. I mean, really, they they do, like, most of the work, to be fair. Who? The Digimon. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And so Cody's being really disrespectful, because really it's a Kokomon and Samarimon that are going to do this, and he's just hanging onto handles inside of the thing, like, well, you're useless, child. Armadillomon needs to learn to stand up for himself and tell Cody off. I agree, because, like, that's just... That's just gross, being like, I'm going to do this. No, no, you're not. Sit down. Like, I 100% don't remember this part. Was this in the sub, too? This is in the dub. Oh, yeah, I don't know if it was in the sub, now that I think about it. American children are just awful, apparently. Yeah, I mean, that checks out. Um, um, and then they fight, and they lose. That's pretty much what happens there. They're doing a lot of that recently. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's what happens when you bring, you know... Metal Seedramon to fight Black War Greymon, whose claws are the Drummon killers that are super effective against Drumma Digimon, such as um, Mega Seedramon. Yeah, good thinking, guys. You know, type advantage is important, guys. Um, And so I obviously was not here last episode. Um, Did someone tell Black War Greymon that his destiny was to blah, 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 or is he making all that up on his own? To fight them. He came up with that himself. He's like, I have a purpose that I just figured out right now, slash, made for myself. But it's totally legit, you guys. Yeah, more or less. That is his plan or whatever. And then Team Rocket shows up and is pretty much useless as always. Yeah, I mean, but that's their job and we love them for it. Mm, love is a strong word. Like? Like is a strong word. <laughs> Tolerate? There you go. Got it in three. Yeah, I don't know. And then uh, Arakinamon needs to stop being weird and cryptic because, and, and like being upset that other people don't understand things that she hasn't told them and they have no reason to know. Like she's, this episode she was like, hasn't he realized the reason he was born? Like, no, because you didn't tell him and it wouldn't make sense out of context. No, she did. They did this. It was way back when. She's like, your reason is to serve me because I made you out of these black towers. Well, okay, that's true, I guess. I guess I took that as, like, she had another reason. No. She's just petty. 
I don't like her at all. I mean, they're they're fine. I'd probably like them more than TK or Cody. <laughs> I guess. Like if I had if I had to do some some picking and choosing, but um, yes, they fight and then Blackwood Raymond parts the sea. Yeah, Moses swear Raymond. Isn't that what I said? Oh, I, I never mind. I caught it. I'm also sleepy. <laughs> it's okay. And then Cody's gonna stand there and be like, "Remember your soul. Remember it. Know you have one. Don't kill me somehow because of it." Yeah, this sounds really dumb. Like, how about if we don't get in front of the thing that's been just completely crushing all of our strongest Digimon and just like put yourself in harm's way there? Dumb. Right. Dumb. Good like, plan. A plus plan. But he doesn't do that. Um. Instead, uh, Blackboard Raymond thinks Cody is a flower and hesitates, which is enough time for Angelmon to come in and save Cody. I guess I think I, we'll assume that's what happens. Um, and then, but then the rock is destroyed, and there's only one more rock left. And then, um, and then after that, they go back to the real world or whatever, and then they have to like reflect on feelings and stuff, or Cody and TK do. I was just gonna say, at some point, there's like a um temporary henna tattoo that shows up on the destiny stones looking like a dragon thing yeah yeah that's been a thing that's been going on oh i don't know how i missed it uh i don't know i think it was more than just last episode so i think you would have seen it before mm, apparently i'm not very observant maybe i don't know <sighs> sorry um yeah so i guess next episode everyone's gonna die so that's good yeah, that's fine. Um, I mean, the next episode, Cody and TK are going to jogress, because again, there's those things called episode previews. Yeah, I don't watch those, because it's cheating. It's not cheating if they're doing it themselves. I guess. Don't make me make a Twitter poll. Poll. Pool. A pool? Pool pool. A pool party? A pool pool party? Yes. I think you should. I think that'd be fun. But I just feel like as a show host talking about the episode i shouldn't know what's happening in the next episode look i really don't care because i already cheated for atman you did cheater i admitted it in multiple places so whatever i don't care we'll get there um Um, i want to talk about the end of this episode though where tk talks about how there's no uh good and evil um natively which is bullshit because he's been complaining about how things born from darkness must be destroyed at all costs which is totally contradicting the point yeah. It's dumb. I yelled about it in all caps in my notes. Do you feel better now? No. Oh. Um, yeah. I don't know what else there was. Uh, I'm looking to see what else there was. Like, I wrote a bunch of stuff, but none of it just seems to matter. Um, yeah, I don't know. Just none of it seems to matter. Like, Matt talks about how Padamon died, but then he got better. So, like, he got better. That's fine. At which point, all of them should just be like, oh, so it doesn't matter if our Digimon die, they'll just be eggs for a little bit, and so it just means that we won't be able to use them for a week or whatever. Yeah, indeterminate amount of time. Um, Also, there's some weird lore bits that maybe they established before I wasn't paying attention. I guess they say Black War Greymon becomes stronger each time he blows up a rock. Yeah, I don't think that they said that before but i could be wrong they mentioned holy stones sensing a bad aura which doesn't make sense 
also hiding the st- hiding the stone in a pile of snow and calling it a mountain isn't yeah. isn't a good plan. Um, but at least they're changing up the locations. At least we got some snow this episode. Appropriate for the holiday season. When did this episode actually air? Did this like correspond? It came out in December. Hey, look at there that. That might have been done on purpose. Um, yeah, all the other stuff is just extremely petty. Like when uh. TK and Cody run off. They leave Miyako behind, even though they live in the same apartment building. Um, yeah, I think that's about it. I think we talked about everything else. There's a part where Matt says um, all the kids have, have strong feelings about their Digimon, which is the understatement of the year. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's about it. It's an episode. Like, it's whatever. Yeah. The only other comment I have is that I wish that the Joe Gress Digimon were named the way that we name celebrity couples where they mash up their names because we could have gotten Tequilamon. Yeah, that's that's true. They probably would have had to censor that in, in the dub, though. That's true. So it would have been Garaquilamon. That doesn't work either. I think that has God in it. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Huh. Oh, we'll just put that on the back burner. Yeah. Okay. Uh, are you ready to talk about Atmon? Sure. What? Oh, yeah. This was aim for the nine gods. Apliyama four seventy elections. Or in Japanese, oh, that's a that's a hard one. Um, I don't know how you say the O's with the dots over them. So there's no umlauts in here. Dots? Yeah, on the first O. So no. Sikyo. Okay. Not on this wiki. I don't know what episode title you're reading because it's completely different from mine. Oh, well, I don't know either. Okay, cool, cool, that's, cool. That's good. I'm glad. It, it's it's this one right well, here. Well, do you want to tell us If you about... want to go ahead and read that. Oh, that is totally different. Um, Give that one a shot. I don't know if we want a segment where Kat, like, butchers other people's excellent language. Um, Meizasi Kiyunin Godo Apaliman Yon Nanamaru Soyusen Kyo. Yeah, that sounds about right. And then you should have the, the little voiceover thing do it a little slowly. That <laughs> way we can hear how poorly I did. <laughs> Um, that's possible. I could maybe remember to do that. Um, yes. Mezasekai Ningoto Well, do you want to, did you see, did you hear? Um, yeah. I mean, like, the, the high-level thing's really short, though. It's like, it's it's idle general election time. Ari wants to do good. Ari, whatever, whichever one, whichever one's right, wants to do good. So she works real hard. And then in the preliminary votes, uh, an Atmon fucks it up and puts her in first place when she's not supposed to be there. Um, she realizes she doesn't deserve to be there and kicks the ass of Calculator Mon. And, and then to be continued. Even though he was trying to be nice to her. Well, yeah, but, but cheating, you, you can't cheat. I guess that's true, yeah. Well, apparently you can. But. I, I, it's not cheating. 
I never made a pledge to not watch ahead. Uh, that's true. That's true. I guess that was a little harsh. Yeah, that's extremely harsh. Thank you. I, I take it back. I'm just crabby because I haven't eaten yet and it's early. I mean, also same. Well, then we should be both crabby. Okay. Are you crabby about this episode? No, this episode's fine. I kind of like it. I thought this one was okay, yeah. I mean... Yeah, that's uh, high praise coming from you for, for an Aerie-centric episode. I was just going to say, Aerie's not my favorite, but it's okay. She's alright. I had to watch the next episode to see to see where she got placed. Yeah. I'm curious also, but I'm going to wait. Okay. I mean, I gave you the episode. You, you could have also just watched ahead. That's true, but I got done with stuff really late last night, so I watched this at like 11.30 while I was falling asleep. Because I watched it, and I'm like, man, tears had formed in my eyes. How did this happen? But we can't talk about it now. we got to talk about it next time. Yes. Stay tuned, listeners. Um, yeah, uh, I don't have a lot of notes for this one. There's not, like, a lot of, like, point-by-point stuff there. It's just, it's done in a engaging way, I guess is the word to use for it. Yeah. I wrote down that the Explosive Punch political party is Garrett's new favorite party. How'd you know I wrote in my notes that the Explosive Punch political party was a, was a pretty legit political party? Because <laughs> we've been friends for over a decade, that's why. That's true. Oh, man, I had this I even write that down? vague thought that, like, for some special reason i should figure out how to get uh bumper stickers made for that <laughs> so you could be like don't blame me i voted for the or whatever yeah or like airy whatever 2020 no I, I would probably put neither on my car to be honest i think that's <laughs> a step too far no um, um, also, like, Haru shows, like, emotional intelligence in the beginning of this episode, and that shocked and surprised me. I think Haru's generally a good, like, uh, teammate. You're talking about when he was like, well, Ari, obviously you're gonna need to put this other thing first, so you should just not help us for a while. Well, well before that, but the fact that he catches on that she's working so hard for this thing mm. but then also the second part the second part though i'm like mm, do you really think that's okay to put that off isn't that kind of a big deal ai taking over the world i mean it's not his brother who's trapped inside of whatever i mean also true i i am less i am less on board with just the go ahead and take the time to do it but i am okay with having the emotional intelligence to to notice this has come up I feel like this is a metaphor for working parents where, like, you know, the most important thing is that... No, no, no the, the, we, we can't talk about that till next episode. Oh, okay. This, this stuff, that stuff concludes next episode. Can't talk about it now. Oh, okay. Well, put a pin in it. Um, I, I thought that Calculator Mon was actually a pretty good character. He... He's infected, but he's infected with enthusiasm, more or less. And I, he I just, mean, he's still infected with a virus, I think, because I still think they cure him in the end. They do, yes. 
but he's so wholesome that when it infects him, he gets infected to, like, help someone out, basically. I mean, he's doing it in an immoral way, but he's still trying to help instead right. of sabotage, I guess. And then, yeah, he, although he says that, um, Ari is the most talented idol he's seen in a hundred years. And I just want to unpack that statement. He's about saying, how long idols have been around. Is that what you want to unpack? Among other things. So he's saying that. Oh yeah. The internet probably hasn't been around for a hundred years. Cause that was in like the sixties when the government started using that. Yes. So we have a ways to go. Um, for a hundred years. So the internet wasn't around. Uh, we didn't have apps. And uh, I don't think idols have been a thing for a hundred years. That last one, undetermined. I mean, I don't... Why would they have had idols in 1920? I assumed that Japanese idol things were a product of television, at the very least. Maybe. Well, I mean, like... Depending how you skew it, like, famous artists at the time could be considered idols. I guess, but idol culture is a different thing. I mean... Yes. And one day we might have an idol expert on to explain this all to us. That sounds good. Like, I don't actually have legitimately anything planned about that. I think that would be interesting, though. If anybody knows about idols, hit, hit me up. According to Wikipedia, the idol phenomenon began during the 1950s, reflecting a boom in Japan for musicians. Um, for musician Sylvie Vartan in this French movie. Honestly, the 50s is earlier than I would have guessed. Well, this was the 70s, so I don't know if that makes you feel better. You just said the 50s, though. No, I said the 70s, and the movie no, came s- out in the 60s. You said the 50s. Well,. I fucked up. I meant it, the 70s. Well, and, I mean, unless in editing I find out you said the 70 and I just heard 50 and then then that's my fault. Well, anywho, um, the correct thing is the 70s. and The 70s sounds right. Yeah. Also not 100 years, but... Not even close. Stop aging and us, for, stupid app. I mean, also for an app that does calculations, you would think he'd get those times right. Yes. Although he also says that his anger has reached 400%, which is, like, too high. It might be 300% too high. Yep. Definitely. It would be one thing if he had, like, an anger meter and it went up to 400. 400 was the most. And then so he was like, I'm at 400. But he definitely says percent. Yeah. But what if, like, it was a bar and then, like, the bar breaks and then continues to go on? I I guess... But I don't know. I have a question. When he, they attack him and he the virus goes away, yep. he says he feels like he's reached the fan club registration number 111. And I don't know why. I went to go look it up and see if it was like a special number in Japan. I just assume it's because it was all ones. I guess maybe. But one isn't even a lucky number. I think seven is the lucky number in Japan. Um... I don't know. Maybe it's just aesthetically pleasing to him. But I went to look up this number and I found an interesting side story if you want to hear it. Sure. So in cricket, the number 
111 is sometimes called a Nelson after Admiral Nelson, who allegedly had only one eye, one arm, one leg near the end of his life. However, this fact is inaccurate. Nelson never lost an egg. Egg. Whoops. Well, I don't know if he lost an egg. He lost a leg. He didn't lose a leg. Hello. My name is Kat, and I can't talk or read. <laughs> uh, Hi, Kat. You can't <laughs> talk or read. But it says um, that, so the one eye, one arm, one leg thing is not true. But um, alternative meetings have been made that include one arm, one leg, one ambition, and one arm, one, le- excuse me, one eye, one arm, one asshole. Okay. So, yeah, in cricket, that's what a one, one, one is. And so then sometimes apparently you'll hear a double Nelson or a triple Nelson. So two, 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 three, three, three. But these are, um, these numbers are considered unlucky by some. In New Zealand, it's, uh, the emergency telephone number. Oh, interesting. Well, to combat the bad luck, people who are watching are supposed to lift their feet off the ground. Um, okay. Which apparently there was an umpire who had, um, a bunch of peculiar mannerisms, um, Sounds like he might have had some ticks, and um, so. Oh, did you know it's a perfect uh, twentieth number, though? Which, in number theory, is an integer that is equal to the sum of its iterated totidents. What's a totident? It's a link to a different wiki page. Hmm. Um, in number theory, um, Euler's totident function counts the positive integers up to a given integer n that are relatively prime to n. The word relatively in there is confusing to me. Well, relatively prime opens up another wiki page. (laughs) I feel like if we just keep going, it's... We'd be here a while. Um, So it could refer to that. I would would wager my bet it would refer to the number theory. Mm, Maybe, yeah. That would make sense, I guess. Well... Mystery solved. Um, it's also the non-emergency medical hotline number in England and Scotland. In New Jersey, you said. Oops, I mean New Zealand. Yeah, those are two vastly different places. <laughs> they Yes. I, <laughs> I haven't been to either of them, so to me they're more or less the same. Have I ever told you that uh, Abraham doesn't believe in narwhals? I think it's a similar problem. Okay. He didn't know they were real. Uh, the smallest magic square using only one and prime numbers has the magic constant of 111. Cool. Welcome to Going Digital, a podcast for number nerds. <laughs> and the women who love them. I. This is a surprisingly deep page for the number 111 on Wikipedia. <laughs> well... We've discovered a, a super fun... Obviously, you have to put this in the notes. Yeah. Well, do um, you have anything else to say about this? There's a lot to say, but there's not a lot to say about this episode, but there's definitely more to say. Cool. So, um, say it then. I mean, we didn't even talk about, like, the idol montage of doing idol promotion things. Yeah, it was fine. Which, like, might have been, like, the best use of a montage in, in the series. And then she uh, hooks up with um, Astra to do uh, shows and is getting a bunch of... Although I'm wondering then... Cause, okay, so 
let me back up. So okay, l- let me back up for you. First, they didn't hook up implies different things. Maybe maybe there's a better a better phrase for that. <sighs> they didn't hook up. Hook up. They partnered up. They they did a collaboration after Ari had Ari whatever had to learn what a collaboration is. Yes. And then realize she knows Astra. Clearly, um, they are not bothering to send her to school during the middle of all this because she doesn't know what the word collaboration means. Well, okay, I don't think she didn't know what the word collaboration meant. I think too hard on figure out how to cut that (laughs) okay that's fine uh anywho so yeah so she goes to collab with um astra and but i'm wondering now so they're very popular their videos and the most popular that astra's ever had and super popular for um airy and i'm wondering if those numbers were also manipulated by a calculator mon um I'm leaning towards no. Um, I guess they don't show us that that's the case. Yeah, it seems like it was only. Guarantee. It seems like it was only specifically targeting the the voting app idol app thing. You know, off this topic for a second, if they're gonna bother to make an idol group with exactly the number of apps that there are, which also. What happens if they make a new one, then they change their name, but whatever. Um, I, it, you would think that each one would be themed based on the apps and not just like making up their own random themes. But her theme is fighting games. That's why she punches things. But there's more than one fighting game, one would assume. Out well, of the 470. She is the fighting game that Dokomon comes from. Cool. That's established back in, like, episode four. Yeah, so, uh, there's that. And also, we get a little backstory here where, like, her mom works a lot, and so she wants to make her smile, essentially. Yeah. Which is nice. I mean, I feel like instead you could, like, do the laundry and dishes mom would probably appreciate that a lot more than you spending all your time, you know, doing things that you want to do that don't really affect your mom, but whichever. So, so counterpoint, I I feel like you're, you're missing the point where like where she's explaining that it shows like all of those things that you said were like, all right, cook dinner, drew a bath. I guess that's true. Yeah. And she's doing this on top of that. 
that's that's probably fair. I take it back. I'm sorry for saying stop, things. stop, just, just stop. It's fine. <laughs> Don't want to have to cut it again. <laughs> uh, I actually wasn't going there, but you were going there. Don't I lie. wasn't? Don't I actually lie. wasn't. Well, uh, but yeah, Ari's mom might be good. No, Ari's mom seems fine. I don't, not bad, certainly. Um, yeah, and yeah, that was a good, a good fleshing out of the backstory. In the end, it loops back to the question that the Apple driver asked her in the beginning. Yeah, which is good. That was a good, like, uh, it's probably a retcon technically. It's all tied together nicely. I mean, it's it's more than other things in this show. Yeah. That start with off and end in mon. Yeah. Yeah. I eh. I just am sad that they did that with off mon. Didn't yeah. do a better job. Yeah, they could have, but they didn't. Uh, but yeah, then then like the conflict happens where somehow Aerie is in the top. In the top spot of voting. And then everybody else goes to find a Kalkman who's doing it. And then he has the power of changing power numbers. Which is cute. That's a cute meta way to do stuff. Yeah, um, I thought that was nice. It was well yeah. thought out. Yeah, then Kalkman's he, pretty good. So he uses it on Gotchman, but then he tries to use it on Dokman, it doesn't work. Yeah, well, so yeah, they do that first, and then Ari shows up, and she's like, you need to fix this, this is not how, this is not helping me, so on and so forth. Um, After self-reflection and stuff, I've realized there's still a gap between me and the top nine, which is a thing that has to be, like, more of a Japanese, like, thing, because I, I could not see that happening in an American show. Well, unless they're trying to teach the kids, like, humility, which is not I don't a, think, something we value I don't think here. shows over here do that. Eh, not too much. I thought it was good. Yeah, I thought it was good, too. Like, this is good character maturity here. Um, But yes, then, then Dokumon punches Kalkman, and Kalkman's like, but I made your value, like, in the decimal places. But then Dokumon's like, but when I'm fighting for Ari, my power is infinity. And then yeah. Offman wins. Yay. Which, like, why? Like, why did Offman have to do anything here? Well, I mean, Offman is cutting him off from his ability to, to mess with the numbers. But they couldn't Dokumon have just punched him more? Yeah, but I think they have to use their new toy. But what if they don't? I guess we'll never know. That's true. I don't know. Just off off on wasn't required. That was more or less the episode. Yeah. Like there's there it's not like a whole lot to it, but it's done it's done well. That's my hot take. Nice. Which which episode did you like better? This one. Okay, solved it. Uh yeah. Which one did you like better? This one. Okay, yeah, then I don't know why you're making such a big deal about of it. I'm not. Uh huh. No, I was just saying, like, uh huh. Is this what happens when, when you're off for a week? You just come back with even more sass than normal. This is what happens when I don't get enough sleep. <laughs> you just become more sassy. Yes, 
incredibly sassy. I don't have any. It's because I have less of a filter, so the sass just leaks out everywhere. I don't think sass is a liquid. <gasps> it but, doesn't uh, matter what you think, does it? Because <laughs> it is. Ha ha. So you can find us on the internet at goingdigitalpodcast.com where I guess there's links to stuff and things. I don't I don't know. How do I outro? Uh, I have another like podcast, it. journeythroughdeckacast.com, where I talk about Kamen Rider with people that don't give me sass. Well, that's a shame, Garrett. It depends who you ask. <laughs> Do you have a haiku for me, uh, Sassy Cat? It's hard to beat the one that uh, Fletch had last week. I was a fan of it. But uh, um, my the haiku this week is Explosive Punch Party. Elect us and we'll punch you. Better than what we've got. 2018.txt. Yes. Exactamundo. Um, the Digivolution is top idol. That's exciting for the Digivolution. I know, right? The Digivolution's doing really well for itself. It's good. Strong, independent revolu- evolution, ev- revolution that don't need no man. Sure. Uh, good, good time. And goodbye. And stop.